Do you ever feel low energy immediately after a webinar? This is a very common affliction among entrepreneurs, and it's even harder for small audience entrepreneurs who do not tend to see a flood of sales during the webinars. How you deal with that energy lull after your launch is what makes the difference between having a successful launch and one with zero sales. So what should you do to protect your launch from the natural self-sabotage that we all experience after a launch? Your masterclass is over. Now what? Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. At this moment, we are in the off season. This means that I'm hard at work recording all those interviews from the top coaches you want to hear from. So until the next season kicks off, it will be just you and me every Thursday to keep your business moving. And today, our focus will be on three practical tips that I use myself to protect my sales from self sabotage after a launch with a tiny audience. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while wondering, what's an off season anyway? And when will the next season begin? I love your excitement. The answer is May 2022. You'll want to keep your ears perked for more amazing interviews in May of 2022. And now that I answered that burning question, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. So you have gone through all of the work of preparing a launch, and trust me, I know all the work that goes into a launch. You have written countless emails, you have set up landing pages, you have dealt with glitches everywhere, things are not working, that person couldn't sign up, the person signed up for the wrong date, oh my god, I needed to have dates, right? All of that is happening in the launch, which was a lot of work, you were working nights, weekends, setting this thing up, and now that the webinar is over, now what? This is where you get to hear crickets. This is where you get to uh, dive deep into the darkness of your mindset, wondering if all of that work was going to be worthwhile. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is something that we all go through. All of us tiny audience entrepreneurs, we go through this. We go through the entire process of setting it up and then wondering, did anybody even catch that? 
am I going to get clients out of this? Did I go through all that work for nothing? And I'm going to tell you something that I used to do, uh, and I, I did this for years when I was launching, is that after the webinar was over, I would basically disappear. I would go back into my little cocoon of shame and loneliness and say, okay, well, if nobody bought my course or my program during the launch or during the webinar, what are the chances they're going to buy it if I talk about it for a whole week after? I don't feel like talking about it the whole week after. So I want to know if you've been there. Have you been there that after the webinar, you have zero energy left to promote something that clearly doesn't seem to be working because nobody signed up in the pre-sale and nobody signed up during the webinar. So what am I supposed to do now? I've been there. This is, by the way, par for the course when it comes to having tiny audiences. If I had a large audience, if you had a large audience, if we had an audience of 100,000, we would have no problem getting sales. We would be looking at a completely different ballgame. We would be like, okay, it's not about getting sales. Of course, we're going to get some sales. It's getting about the right number of sales, right? That's the game we would be playing. But with a tiny audience, we're playing the game of some sales, any sales. Did anybody hear what I just said? Have you ever felt that way? So I wanted to share with you because I've been there because I deal with tiny audiences every day. To this day, my audience is so small. It is so small. I don't have a thousand subscribers to my mailing list. I barely hit a thousand followers on Instagram just recently, but I have been able to get clients out of every single one of my launches. And it's not like the launches were so far apart to give me a lot of time to grow my audience or to nurture new leads. No, they were just two months apart and I did almost nothing to try to grow the audience in that time. So what is it that makes my launches different from yours? We both have small audiences. So I think that the key to the success of your launch is a couple things. One is the mindset that you have going into the launch. And the other thing is these three tips that I'm going to give you that are definitely going to increase the chances for you to make some sales. So I'm not going to dive into the mindset stuff right now because I feel like that would be an entire episode, how you feel about your product, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your launch, how you feel about your client. All of those things play a factor. But assuming we're all starting from the same mindset, all of us understanding that we have something great to give, that we deserve to give it to our clients and our clients are deserving to take it, right? What are some practical tips that I can give you to make that launch more successful than your last? Okay, so why don't we start there? I'm going to give you these three tips and I want you to write them down and I want you to understand that knowing them means nothing. What works here? is actually doing them. And you will thank me for it later. Okay? Because based on the mindset stuff that we have to go through as tiny audience entrepreneurs after a launch, these are not easy. So you just have to trust me on it. You just have to do it for me. Okay? So let's get this done. Tip number one of what to do after your webinar is over to increase your chances of conversions. <laughs> when you're setting up your launch, write your emails backwards. And I don't mean actually writing each email 
backwards. What I mean is write the last emails of your launch first. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Write your emails from the back to the front, which means that the first email you should be writing when you're setting up your launch, like, like two months before your launch even starts, the first email you should write is the final email that says, thank you so much. The cart is now closed. Here is more information to other resources or whatever you want people to do after the launch is over. That is the first email you're going to write. And then you're going to keep moving backwards towards the front of the launch. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it this way? Because as a tiny audience entrepreneur, you're going to go through everything that I just told you about. You're going to go through all of that. All of that, all of those feelings of shame, all of those feelings of why is nobody buying from me? That's going to happen. It will happen. Even if you get some sales, I've been there. I've met my sales goal and I still feel like my energy is completely drained after a webinar and there's no way that I can write one more email. Write the final emails first. This is going to safeguard your launch against your own mindset self-sabotage. Okay? Ask anybody in the tail end of their launch, their mindset goes down, their energy goes down. There's no way you can get them to write another email. So when you write them backwards, at least you don't have that to worry about. Once your mindset starts taking a dip, it won't affect your sales, at least not through the emails. Okay. Other things may affect your sales, but your emails are going to be perfectly laid out, still go out and still go out in the frequency that they should, which should be about one email a day until the card closes. And when the card closes, you could do a couple of emails. I've done, I think at most five emails on the last day of a card closing, uh, but you don't have to go down that route. You could just have one email in the morning, one email in the evening, three emails, one email in the morning, one email at noon, one email in the afternoon saying it's closing, it's closing, it's closing, it's gone, right? But write those emails first. How does that sound? Let's go to tip number two. This is the second thing you should do to safeguard your webinar to make sure that you're going to get sales even with a small audience. And that is to send personal thank yous to your registrants. Now, here's a couple things that you need to keep in mind. Number one, if you feel like the people who registered for your masterclass, like some of them are not even your ideal clients, then the problem is not whether you're following up or not. The problem is, why would you choose that topic for the webinar at all, right? If I look at my list of registrants and I look at them and I say, I don't even want to send them a thank you because I don't believe that any of them are going to buy from me, then what am I doing here? Why did I create a webinar that attracted the wrong people? That is something that should be a big red flag that gets thrown in your mind so that next time you run this webinar, you have to tweak it to make sure that everybody who registers has the potential of being an ideal client for you. Okay, so in this second tip, sending personal thank yous to the registrants, if you have that feeling that this is going to be useless, this is going to be all of this time spent and no return for it, then something tells me that this was just not the right webinar topic for you to be teaching. Okay, but 
if it was the right webinar topic. And most of those people would be your ideal client, even if you feel like, oh, maybe they might not buy. But if they are your ideal client, you go and you send them a thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for registering. And what is a personal message? It could be an email. It could be a DM. It could be a video. But let them know that you can see them, that you know that they were there, that you know that they registered and didn't show up. Let them know. Hey, I noticed that you didn't show up. I have a replay. Do you want me to send you the link to it? Talk to them. Talk to them like they are people. Don't just sell from a mountaintop. Talk to them in their own living room. All of that matters, but it's got to be a personal approach to talking to them. Okay? And if you have any questions about that, you know where to reach me. You can DM me at Your Engagement Coach on Instagram, and I will answer any questions you have about it. So why don't we go to the third tip? This is probably what I credit with me getting sales in my webinars. And that is that I send out a reminder to all of the hot leads that I've been able to accumulate during this launch. I send them a reminder right before the cart closes. Who are hot leads? The hot leads are the people who actually showed up to the webinar. They're the people who engaged with you during it. They are the people who watched the pitch. They're the people who clicked on the email where I sent them the sales page. These are the hot leads, people who seem to grasp what it is that I'm selling and that they might even be interested. They just haven't reached out for X, Y, or Z reason. So I go and I send them a personal message right before the cart closes just to remind them let them know, hey, did you know that my program is about to close? We're not coming back for another couple months. Is this something that you want to do? And I have a lot of clients who tell me, well, Ina, but I don't want to appear salesy. What if we've never talked before? What if we um, have never chatted about this? And the reality is that for the most part, the people who reply to those messages that I send usually tell me, oh my goodness, thank you so much for reminding me. I had this on my to-do list and I didn't realize that it closes tomorrow. Thank you. And they end up signing up. I've had people who tell me, you know, this is great. And thank you for reminding me that it's closing. I just don't think that the timing is right. Are you going to offer this any other time? And I go, yes. In fact, I have a wait list that you should probably get yourself into right now so that you can get the pre-sale, which is the best deal that I offer in any of my launches. Would you like me to add you to the waitlist? And they say yes. And I, I'm, 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 I'm over the moon that I've been able to continue this relationship, right? Because if there's one thing that I was doing wrong in the beginning was assuming that as soon as my launch is over, I need to start from scratch. It's like, okay, so that was that launch. Now I need to start all the way over from zero and see what happens then. And I don't do that anymore. I recognize that everyone who's learning about my offer right now is creating a sense of familiarity with it. It's possible that they like it, but they've never heard of this construct before. They've never heard of a premium coaching membership before. They were expecting this to be a one-on-one -on -one package. They were expecting this to be a group program. They didn't expect to be, wait a minute, when you say it's $200 a month, for how long? It's like, no, it's a membership. You cancel anytime. There's still a lot of questions that people have when they see your offer for the first time. 
So after they've seen it, they, they're probably not going to be ready to sign up right then and there. But now they know for next time, this is an option that is available to them. So I am there and I show myself as a person and I say, you know, I'm human and I can help. So I want to help if I can. Do you feel like you need this kind of help? If so, we're going to close the card. Do you want to join us or not? If the answer is no, that's wonderful. Let's just stay in touch and see what happens down the line if there's anything I can do to help. I have ended up collaborating with people. I've ended up buying their services, uh, buying their t-shirt because we create a genuine connection. It's not just about the sale. And if you don't want to buy anything from me, then we should never talk again. That's just not how I deal with my relationships. And that's not how I want anybody who can hear the sound of my voice to deal with their relationships. I want you to actually talk to people. And if you're able to help them, they should know how to work with you. So why don't we recap? Your masterclass is over. You're not feeling high energy because that's what happens after a lunch. These are the three things you're going to do to safeguard your lunch and ensure that you get sales next time. Number one, you're going to write your emails backwards. You're going to safeguard your lunch. Secure yourself, okay, from self-sabotage. Writing your emails from the back to the front. Number two, you're going to be reaching out to people who registered. And you're going to say thank you. And you're going to thank them for being there and thank them for registering and thank you, thanking them for being a member of your audience. And number three, right before your card closes, everybody who became a hot lead, let them know. Those who are ready, they're going to thank you for reminding them and they're going to figure it out and they're going to join right then and there. The point is, never give up on your launch. You have put a ton of work into it. You are shooting yourself in the foot by botching the end game. And remember, if by the end of the launch, nobody signs up for your program, at least all of those people now know about it. And the next launch is going to be even better. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.